Is social distancing keeping you from a nail salon? Well, don't worry. Sexy Boss Babe has you covered. Introducing Quick Nails, the do-it-yourself salon manicure in five minutes. They last seven to ten days, are cruelty-free, vegan, recyclable, reusable, and every purchase supports foster youth and sex trafficking survivors. You can look good and change the world. Visit SexyBossBabe.com to get a box today. Create a free account to get VIP pricing and benefits. She's a one-woman financial advice powerhouse with 10 New York Times bestsellers and winner of two Emmys for her TV show on CNBC. We are proud to say the Sexy Boss Babe podcast is loved and listened to by Susie Orman, the world's number one expert on personal finance. Learn about investing in financial success directly from Susie on her podcast, Women and Money and the Men Smart Enough to Listen, available now on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most platforms. Hi, everyone. This is Arzo, and you're listening to the Sexy Boss Babe podcast. Today's episode is on compassion. I think compassion is a really important topic to address right now, especially with everything that's going on. One of the things that was interesting about Sexy Boss Babe, this year on January 2nd, I did a post uh, about compassion, saying that 2020 is the year of compassion. And what's interesting with everything that's been going on, um, the thing about that little manifestation, I think, or that intention, sometimes that shows itself up in interesting ways. And so many times for for those of us that are into personal growth and, and personal development, when we ask for something for strength, or, um, uh, you know, to, to be more resilient, sometimes we think those things are just going to naturally just happen. And the reality is, is that it doesn't. And the way that we receive those extra benefits or traits is that life gives us opportunities to build upon that. So if you want to grow, if that's what you're looking for is self-growth, personal growth, life will give you challenges and obstacles and create opportunities to give you a chance to grow. I think it's the same thing with compassion. I think that giving compassion when it's, when there are no obstacles is easier than when there's obstacles. So what is compassion? What does that really mean? Having compassion, right? Having a a level of sympathy, a level of empathy, a level of kindness, a level of understanding. It is easy to give certain people compassion when it's obvious, right? Now you see a child that has a disability. Most of us, if not all of us, immediately feels a sense of compassion towards that child because it's a child, it's somebody that's helpless, it's somebody that maybe has a disability, and we feel that. We feel it deep in our heart. Uh, We're able to recognize maybe our own child or our own sibling, and in some way, it it just, the innocence of the child really connects with us, I think, a lot easier. So we're able to have compassion and kindness towards a child that we see in that kind of a, a position. When we see somebody that's elderly, that's got a walker, that's trying to cross the street. Um, And if we're in a position to help that person cross the street, I think a lot of people take that on and they show compassion 
and they grab that person's elbow and help them cross the street. If somebody sees an elderly woman carrying groceries, uh, it's easy to feel a sense of compassion. Somebody that's alone, you're able to help them. Those are some more obvious ways of how we show compassion to others. Some of the more challenging opportunities to show compassion has to do with a lot of things that we are currently facing in our society. We are going through some major shifts culturally, societally, globally, when it comes to people, uh, races, opportunities, socioeconomic classes, and there is a lot of hurt, there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of anger uh, that stems from years of oppression and suffering for so many people. And finding compassion for people that are not like us that's a little harder. We have to dig a little deeper. Um, Finding compassion for people that have walked and lived paths different from our own upbringing or our own communities, that's more challenging. And that's where compassion uh, comes to play with regards to um, uh, mustering up a level of strength to give compassion to others. Now, I'm going to use a few examples. Um, there are a lot of people being vocal right now. People, and I'm going to use the Black Lives Matter uh, uh, protest and movement as an example because it's something that we're all experiencing right now. So it's something that I think we can all relate to. And There's a lot of, if people are silent, they're being shamed for being silent. Um, If they're taking one side uh, versus another side, uh, if it goes against what a group thinks, they're being shamed. Um, And I I see that people are trying. And I have friends in different groups, different communities, different ethnicities, different skin colors, different religious backgrounds. I enjoy exposing myself and my community or creating a community of diverse people. I always have. Um, I've always believed in uh, unity of of people and just one one race. And um, so I see more of the similarities between us than I do the differences. And seeing the similarities, um, it just really reminds me of the fact that we're all the same. We're all uh, humans. We all bleed the same. Um, We all crave the same things. All of us do. We crave love. We crave attention. We crave affection. We crave appreciation. We crave forgiveness. We crave understanding. We crave acceptance. These are basic to all of us, and that's all everybody wants. Everybody just wants a sense of respect and human dignity. And that's what compassion is. It's just, it's giving that to people. Um, Without uh, any other influences or any other agendas, um, treat people with kindness, with compassion, with humility, with dignity. And... 
it's, it's, again, going back to, it's just kind of an interesting time because, you know, there's, there's some warranted anger and, but what's also happening is there, we're like losing compassion towards each other and we're, there's even like, okay, I'm just going to bluntly just bring this up. So there's a group of, of, uh, quote unquote, white privilege, uh, female entrepreneurs, and they are being called out and shamed, um, for maybe not speaking out against or speaking up for the, the Black Lives Matter movement. And I see them struggling. I see them struggling and trying and they are good people. I've interacted with them, um, outside of any of this stuff. And I know they're good people and they're trying to do the right thing. And trying to keep an open mind or trying to learn or, you know, whatever. And they're just kind of being shamed. Um, I think they deserve some compassion too. And they're just human. Uh, we only know to the extent of what we know in life. We only know to the extent of what we're exposed to in life. And one of the things through my journey of life that I've learned it's hard to be responsible or held accountable to things when we truly are ignorant to them. Once we know, then we're responsible. Because if we know and we're ignoring something, then we're perpetuating the problem. Um, But if we don't know, it's hard to hold somebody accountable to what they don't know. That's just, that's just fact. Um, So when it comes to getting people to understand the plight of others. Coming from a place of anger as opposed to coming from a place of compassion, uh, the compassion is going to get us further. Having compassion for someone's ignorance is not an easy thing to do. And it's not necessarily someone's responsibility, right? If, if, if people want to honor some of their anger, then that's, you know, that's where you're at. But operating from our higher selves and coming from a place of compassion is important. Um, this is something that I talk about with, with some, some friends that are spiritual uh, about um, the collective consciousness. And I'm sure many of you have heard about the collective consciousness. And it's, it's a little bit more of a spiritual concept, but uh, the collective consciousness is this, this, this knowing that exists amongst all of us and that we're all connected and that our thoughts are connected. And that is kind of this higher self place. It's where our evolved selves exist. And we all have access to that place. And it doesn't mean to disregard our natural emotions of anger or suffering or sadness. Those emotions are part of what makes us human and they need to be recognized and it's energy and it needs to be felt and expressed. But we can't live in those states. Living in those states, it's not good for us personally and it's not good for other people and it's not good for our communities and it's not good for any of these movements. Coming from a place of peace and compassion and understanding that is going to help us move things forward. Um, 
having compassion for people that have hurt us and understanding that sometimes it comes out of comes from a from a state of ignorance sometimes it comes from a state of um of of generational indoctrination right so many people on this earth it's just a fact of life okay that it's it's the same training or tradition being passed down from generation to generation and people just adopting those things the majority of the human race are followers that's just fact most people follow what they're told most people follow what they're told by their families most people follow what they're told by their teachers most people follow what they're told by their bosses at work that's just kind of how people are so it very few people are the ones that kind of break the norm and say hey I think what's going on is wrong or I think there might be a better way let's go this direction very few people do that and the ones that have are the historical figures throughout history. There are those leaders that we all know, that there's books about, that there's monuments of. That's not everybody. So we're, most people just follow what they've been told. And we're in a place now where where things are being shaken up and people are asked to be held accountable and to start making their own decisions and start thinking. And that's hard. That's hard for a lot of people, right? People find comfort in routine and instability. And so for those people, their worlds are shaking right now too. They're being asked to step out of their comfort zone. And I know some people might think, well, to, you know, tough luck, it's, it's their turn or, you know, whatever, but It's, it's, it's a collective community. So who are we? This is our time to decide who are we as, as, as a human race. Like, who are we? For me, I know who I am. And it's very clear to me. I'm part of the human race. And I love all of you. I don't care what color anybody is. I don't care what ethnicity anybody is. I don't care... Uh, what what religion somebody is if you're a human being you're a human being if you're a living creature you are a living creature so to me you deserve dignity and you deserve respect I care how people treat me I, I treat people accordingly um, and even if I don't get treated the way that I feel like I deserve um, if it comes from a place of pain where I recognize I often extend compassion Because I know people that treat other people poorly or less than or with disrespect or inflict pain or inflict violence, it's because they themselves are in pain. They themselves are suffering. It's very hard to come to to come from a place of love and acceptance when the internal environment is filled with turmoil and self-doubt and insecurities and self-hatred and so many other things. If that is somebody's internal environment, that's all they know how to create for themselves and their external environment. It's something I've said before, 
that the only way to change the external environment is to change the internal environment. And doing that is hard. Having compassion for others starts with yourself. If you're not somebody that has compassion for yourself, for your journey, for your truth, for your story, if you don't have forgiveness for yourself, if you don't have self-love, if you're constantly judging yourself, criticizing yourself, you feel like you're not good enough. That's how you're going to treat other people. You don't have compassion for yourself. How on earth are you going to have compassion for somebody else? You're not. It's too difficult. So this journey of compassion, this, this journey of treating others with kindness, you can't do it unless you do it for yourself. And this adds to the collective consciousness. We are all together in this. And it's time for all of us to work on this aspect of ourselves. The world needs compassion, hands down. It is the path to peace. It is the path to harmony. It is the path to acceptance, to unity, to all of it. And the only way we're going to get there is through compassion. And we have to start with ourselves. I always talk about self inventories. <laughs> it's time to take a self inventory. It's time to address our shortcomings, our weaknesses, those things that we hate about ourselves, the traumas that we've all experienced in our lives and our childhoods. It's time to open up the closet and bring those things out. Face those hurts, face those pains, and start addressing them. Start healing them. Start giving them compassion. Give it unconditional love. Find ways to, for- to forgive the perpetrators. And try to let go. And it's not an easy process. The path to healing, it is a, it, it, it can take years. And sometimes we need a therapist to kind of help us through. And that's okay. And especially now, this is the perfect time. People are working from home. People are experiencing a lot of uh, challenges and differences in their lives. This is a lot of people are experiencing existential crisis right now. And this is the time to do that hard work. To dig deep. To do the self-healing. It's the only way to find self-love. And once we find it for ourselves, we're able to give it to somebody else because we get it. Because then we're going to see ourselves in them. And once we've forgiven ourselves for being imperfect, we're able to forgive somebody else for being imperfect. When we're able to accept ourselves as a flawed human, and realize that we're enough. We're enough. That's it. That's good enough. We're able to accept somebody else for being a flawed human. That's compassion. And now is the time. It's, it's the time to, to really take and invest in ourselves. And the time that we take to invest in ourselves is going to be tenfold for the community of 
our, our, our country and the world. We start with ourselves. We start with our families and we continue from there. And the next time that somebody cuts us off on the road, instead of yelling back at them, we extend compassion. And the next time that somebody is angry and yells at us, we're able to extend compassion because we realize that person might have had a bad day, might have had a bad upbringing, might have had a bad childhood. It doesn't mean to violate your boundaries, your own personal boundaries. It just means to come from a place of understanding so that we can all exist. We're, we're in this together. We can make this better. We can make this a beautiful place that all of us can enjoy. There's room for all of us. We have to want each other there. We have to want to create better opportunities. And it all comes from having this, that mentality of, of compassion not having hatred for one group or another group. Find the people that are like-minded. Find opportunities to collaborate. Stop focusing on, on, on divisiveness. Find the people that are on the other sides, are the, on the opposite sides of what you think about. But find the good people. Connect with those people. That's compassion. Finding our similarities is what's going to get us through uh, to creating a, a much better community and a much better environment for ourselves, for the world at large, for our children one day. This is the time. We're in a very special time in human history. We have the power to make this go whatever direction we want. If we take it down a path of anger and hatred... The end result is not going to be good for any of us, for any of us. So why not take it down a path of understanding, of collaboration, of outside of the box thinking, of opportunity, of love for community. And we can get there through understanding and acceptance and love. It's all rooted in compassion. I believe in us. I really do, guys. I've seen a lot of beauty. Yes, I've seen the arguments. I've seen the finger pointing. But I see people opening their eyes. I see people opening their hearts. So we need to keep it going and we need to believe in that. That's what we need to believe in. We need to teach each other and not be antagonistic. We need to support one another. We need to extend a hand. What do you need? How can I be there for you? And it needs to be authentic and it needs to be genuine. That's compassion. When, when the pandemic first started, I saw so much compassion. It touched me so deeply in my heart. Neighbors helping neighbors, people dropping off food for people, people just, it was just, you know, volunteering to go help at the hospital and everyone was looking out for one another. Like it was like we were all in this together. 
It was one of the most beautiful things I'd ever seen. I, I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would actually get to witness that in my lifetime on Earth. And I couldn't believe it was, it was a pandemic, <laughs> a global disaster that would have brought that upon us. And it did. And it was so wonderful to see that. And as time went on, we've kind of stopped caring about each other. We need to bring that back. We need to start caring about each other again. We need to remember that we're the same. We're all birthed the same. We all bleed the same. Our heart beats the same. Our wants and desires are the same. Our weaknesses and shortcomings are the same. Our sadness is the same. Our heartbreak is the same. It doesn't matter what part of the world. It doesn't matter your skin color. It doesn't matter your age, your ethnicity, your religion. None of that matters. How we feel is the same. So let's start with ourselves. Let's start with compassion for ourselves. Let's start on our journey to healing. Because our fellow man needs it. And it's up to us. We only have control of ourselves. So if each of us does our own little part, we're going to affect others. And it's going to impact the greater good eventually. So just focus on what you can do right now for yourself, whatever's in your power. Believe in compassion. Believe in healing. It truly is the only way to a better world and a better community. I hope you enjoyed today's topic. We've got a lot of other great things coming up for the rest of this season. Fun interviews. I hope you enjoyed the Jane Elliott interview from last week. If you haven't listened to it, now's your chance. We also have a giveaway. For anyone that listens to that interview, subscribes to the Sexy Boss Babe podcast on Apple Podcast, leaves a review. Make sure to leave your social media handle or your email address so we can contact you. There is a giveaway. That's how you enter yourself. Uh, the winner will receive one of Jane Elliott's uh, famous uh, racial discrimination sweatshirts and the full set of Sexy Boss Babe Women Empowerment Quick Nails. I appreciate everyone's time. If you'd like to stay in touch with me, you can. My personal social media handle is at the Arzo Yusuf, A-R-Z-O, Y-U-S-U-F and Sexy Boss Babe is at The Sexy Boss Babe and our website is www.sexybossbabe.com Thanks everyone. Have a great day. Till next time. If you like that episode, share it with a friend and subscribe to the Sexy Boss Babe podcast on Apple Podcast so you don't miss out on future great interviews and topics. And leave a review. I promise to read it.